Hi, everyone, and welcome back to CD Spills the Tea. This is episode 21, and we are in May. Happy May to everyone. Um, may the 4th be with you, and happy Sarah de Mayo to my good friend Sarah Shalviri. Um, a few things I want to just kind of talk about before we dive into the news. Um, need to just give a very humbling PSA um, to anyone out there that's listening and who was with me last year. Um, we are approaching our one year anniversary. Happy one year to Tommy Pochelle and Justin Howard. Um, it's our one year anniversary of our um, 20 minute quick sync that came on our calendar. Um, for those of you who are at a job and don't know what I'm talking about. Um, a year ago, I was minding my own business at work, um, was meeting with my team, you know, slacking, whatnot. All of a sudden, I get a 20-minute quick sync put on my calendar. Um, typically, those are just like, you know, you check in with your boss, your TL, whatever you want to call them, whatever. Um, so I'm at my parents' house, of course, because we're quarantining. It was like, you know, in the heat of it. And I run downstairs because my dad is a successful businessman if you know him at all and I ran downstairs and I said oh my gosh like I just got a 20 minute sync like on my calendar with my boss like do you think I'm getting promoted naively and my dad was like either that or you're getting fired and my face dropped reality hit (laughs) um much thankfully my dad basically explained to me if you ever get a 20 minute sync or a 20 minute quick meeting on your calendar a Don't go and change your clothes and put on a cute outfit like I did. Thank you, Michael Costin, for being a part of that. If you get a 20-minute sync on your calendar, chances are you're getting fired. Um, He basically let me know that you'll know within a second if you get in there and there's someone from HR. That's the, you know, dead giveaway. And sure enough, um, myself, Justin, and Tommy were met with um, our own bosses and HR, and they said, hey, it's been a pleasure, but see ya. So happy one year to the quick sinks. Um, that's just a PSA for anyone out there that doesn't know how that works. I literally try and tell everyone that story because if it wasn't for my dad giving me that like 30 second heads up that I was going to get, you know, let go, fired, whatever, um, I would have been completely blindsided. So for anyone out there, if you need to tell anyone, you know, keep this thread going is what I like to say because Bill Terry knows the best. 20 minutes with HR. See ya. So just wanted to go ahead and and make that a PSA for anyone out there that hasn't had that feeling or, you know, just prep for the future. So happy one year to us. Um, The other thing that I keep randomly seeing everywhere on my different news feeds and whatnot is the freaking Scholastic Book Fair. Remember when that was like everything to us when you were in elementary school and they'd be advertising for the book fair like all the time and you know, you went in with your class at a certain time and you got to spend like the three, four dollars that your family gave you or you bring your quarters in or you go at your recess break. Anyway, um, I read this meme yesterday that was like, does anyone remember that crisp smell of walking into the Scholastic Book Fair? And I instantly was brought back. My mom used to work it. And I, so I'd go in there and, you know, play with all those like tchotchke erasers and all that kind of shit. Anyway, miss the book fair. What a week that was. And we really used to look forward to that. So... That was just, you know, top of mind that I wanted to get off my chest before we dive into our Sadie Spills the Tea for real. So we got to start with some sports because this past weekend was the Kentucky Derby. Um, It was on Saturday and the horse Medina Spirit won. Um, To be honest, I always like forget that the Kentucky Derby happens mainly because it lasts like literally a few seconds and then it's over. I actually watched this time and it 
legit last two minutes. I'm pretty sure this horse crossed the finish line in like two minutes, like 0.1 second or something like that. But the jockeys, who are the people, of course, who are riding the horses, they are the smallest humans alive. Like literally, they're all under five feet. They're adorable. They just like scrunch their little bodies up there and with this horse and there's the derby and there's a lot of money and a lot of booze and a lot of hats and outfits that go with it. So speaking of the Kentucky Derby, um, we saw a few pictures of celebs there, obviously, but most notably, we saw a group shot that had, of course, Aaron Rodgers, Shailene Woodley, Miles Teller, Kelly Teller, his wife, and then David Bakhtiari. Um, They were randomly in a big group together and posting photos from the whole day, which was epic and great. Um, Yes, Aaron Rodgers, of course, is still making news with the fact that he does not want to play for the Packers. Um, There hasn't been any headway on that except for the fact that people are saying maybe Jeopardy really was his out. Like he's been done with the Packers for a few seasons now. They're obviously not making it to any Super Bowls. And like, maybe this is it. So is this the end of Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. But that sucks because a few weeks ago or maybe like two episodes ago, I said that there was a whole laundry list of other people that are getting their Jeopardy shot. Um, So Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have it in the bag. Anyway, I'm going on to my Aaron Rodgers weekly tangent and I apologize. That was the Kentucky Derby. Um, That's where we're at with that. Uh, Also, on Saturday, May 1st, RIP to uh, Gigi Bryant. It was her 15th birthday on Saturday. Vanessa Bryant has started the Mambasita Foundation in Gigi's name, um, you know, and that's advocating for young girls and youth sports. Um, She created some swag, you know, these like tie-dye sweatshirts, sweat pants, little sweatsuit action. Um, the clothes sold out within hours of launching. Naturally, I hope that, expected that, love that. Um, but Kyrie Irving, who is playing for the Brooklyn Nets, he bought the entire team, um, the entire Mambasita sweatsuits for them to rep into their game on Saturday. So if you look up pictures, they're all cruising in, in unison, um, in their Mambasita outfits. And I just love that. Love that for Kyrie. And we love the support. And I love that the NBA has really gathered around the Bryants. In other young girl sport news, um, Naomi Osaka, who is a professional tennis player. Yes, she beat Serena. She's the next up and coming gal, right? I'm sure you've heard her name. If you haven't, Naomi Osaka is going to be the next Serena. You heard it here. Um, She's actually launching a new girls tennis program. Um, She's partnering with Nike, of course, her sponsor, and then Laura Sport for Good. And they actually launched this program last summer in Japan, um, which is literally just for young girls to learn how to play tennis, get some exposure. And they're launching it um, this summer in LA and Haiti. So more opportunities for young girls to go out there and see if they like tennis. Um, To be honest, I kind of wish I had that opportunity. I was like so deep into sport or soccer and volleyball um, that I didn't even tennis didn't even cross my mind, even though my dad was a full-blown, legit, collegiate tennis player. Anyway, um, Naomi Osaka's thing is all girls deserve a chance to play, which I could not agree more. Girls love sports, even though some girls don't. I love it, and I still wish that I could be, you know, roughhousing and getting my yellow cards on the soccer field. Okay, so pop culture news, because um, last week was one of those times where you log on to Twitter and you're like, what year is it? Um, on Friday, April 30th, both Benifer and Abercrombie were both tweet- were both trending on Twitter. 
Like, are we in the early 2000s? Abercrombie and Benefer? Yes, of course, we'll get into Benefer because Benefer is Ben Affleck and J-Lo, the OG Benefer, right? Um, they dated, oh gosh, years ago, um, prior to Jen Garner, prior to Mark Anthony, prior to A-Rod, right? They've had quite a few partners if we're really getting into it. Um, but they were engaged and they were together for quite a while. Um, and of course, now that J-Lo and A-Rod are completely done, um, well, in J-Lo's eyes, J-Lo has been spotted um, with Ben. She was basically driving him around in her white Escalade, and there's pics of him, you know, getting out of the car. No, it's not confirmed that it was her, but yes, it's basically confirmed it was her because everyone wants it to happen. And like, who wouldn't want that to happen, right? I just, uh, let's bring it back. Even though I'm not J-Lo's biggest fan, I still think that whole thing where she was like, I don't do Botox, I put olive oil on my face is absolute complete bullshit. But um, I love that Ben has like kind of gotten his act together and like I'm really loving his co-parenting with Jennifer Gardner. Um, actually, like the day after the pics released of Benifer in the Escalade, um, or maybe it was the same day. Anyway, Ben was spotted with Jennifer Gardner watching their son's t-ball game like outside of the ballpark. It's like, you know, it's for little kids. It's not even a ballpark outside of the like where they fucking play ball. They're just like standing behind the little gate thing. Anyway, it looks like an engaging conversation. I want to know if Jennifer Garner is like, so saw the pics. What's the tea? Like, are you going to get back with JLo? Like, I love her. You know, she has kids. Like, I know she's a good mom. Like, I support that for you, but would love to know what Jen, Jen Garner is thinking of this whole thing. Also, excuse me, also on the note of Benefer, um, it's been seen a few times that Jennifer Aniston and Lenny Kravitz have been very flirty via Instagram, like commenting, liking, like, hey, happy birthday to a beautiful soul type of vibe. Um, a lot of fans are, you know, manifesting the whole Lenny-Jennifer thing, and they're calling that Lenifer. So if you hear me refer to it, Lenifer is Lenny Kravitz and Jennifer Aniston, kind of here for it, kind of love it. Okay, that's our Jennifer Benifer Lenifer news for today. What a mouthful. Um, this weekend, there is going to be, you know how we used to have like the, um, fuck, what's the name of it? It was called like the one concert, like that you two used to always put on, um, the benefit concerts for the entire world. I'm totally butchering what that's called. But this past weekend, they filmed, and we're going to see this Saturday, there is the Vax Live concert, which is like the first big global concert that we've had around the world in ages, right? Um, it's going to be airing this Saturday. I'm sure it's going to be on like on the ABC, NBC type of vibe, but it filmed this past weekend. Um, Selena Gomez is the one who's hosting it, random. Yes, she has a newly horrifically dyed um, blonde hair, but like she's one of those people that like kind of goes through phases. So like whatever you got to do, Selena. So Selena's hosting, um, Prince Harry and Meghan are actually the campaign chairs of this entire concert, which I kind of love. Um, apparently Meghan obviously isn't there because she's ready to pop and give birth any second, um, but Harry was there. So obviously she's not popping any second. And like, did he have an emergency plane if she was going to go into labor? You know, a lot of questions on that. Um, but he was there as a campaign chair. Um, they are going to be performances by the Foo Fighters, her j-lo and j balvin um that's gonna air this saturday i think that's gonna be interesting i love a little concert situation especially a global one um i'm sure they're gonna have like a lot of like vax facts and like that kind of stuff but um will be cool to see some performances maybe 
In other royal news, aka segueing from Harry to Princess Diana, um, her wedding dress is going to be on display at the new exhibit that they're setting up in the Kensington Palace. Love that. Um, her wedding dress is very iconic and deserves to absolutely be on display. Um, I read that Harry and William had to give their stamp of approval for this to happen because of their mom. Of course they want to. They want that shit on display. Like, how could you not? Um, Emma and I went to Kensington Palace and we felt like royalty. And then we may or may not have wasted about $700 worth of her mother's um, data while we were trying to use Apple Maps um, to find our way home from our London tour guide's house after one of those like bike ride things that they do. It was high school. It was great. It was a very fun. Um, actually, we graduated like senior Europe trip. Um, and we were at Kensington Palace and our tour guide said, let's go get drunk. And we said, twist my arm. Anyway, love that her dress is going to be on exhibit. Um, would love to get to London to be able to go see that. I'm hoping that maybe it'll be like a traveling one, even though it won't. Um, but if you've ever been to one of those like gown exhibits, I went to the Dior exhibit when it was in Denver about two years ago. It was fabulousness. So if you can get to any exhibits that are going to have dresses on display, do it. It is amazing. Okay. Um, other British news, uh, Billie Eilish, 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 fuck, I don't know how to say it because I can't watch her documentary because I don't have Apple Plus, so if anyone wants to hook me up, please let me know, I'm dying to see it, but Billie Eilish, um, is on the cover of May's British Vogue, she debuts another blonde look, um, this one's, like, very Miley Cyrus-esque to me, it's, like, kind of shaggy and, like, looks natural on her, She's in a stunning like rose gold boudoir kind of vibe on the cover. Um, and there's a lot of quotes coming around. A lot of people are reading the article and getting, you know, little snippets from what she's saying. Um, I stand by what I've read so far. Basically, she is, you know, Billie Eilish, we've known her for wearing big baggy t-shirts and sweats and kind of hiding her body, right? That was like her whole like two first albums, her whole vibe. Um, now she's probably going to release a new album and she wants to be sexier, right? She's in this boudoir rose gold outfit on this cover. Um, and she basically says, you know, all of a sudden people are calling you a hypocrite if you want to show your skin. It's all about what makes you feel good. If you want to wear a dress that someone else thinks is too big, fuck it. If you look like you feel good, you look good, you should wear it, is her motto. Can't agree more. I'm the biggest advocate of the motto, look good, feel good. Whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good, fucking do it, man. If that's getting a spray tan, if that's getting a wax, if that's your nails done, if that's shaving your face, if that's a new hairstyle, if that's curling your hair, literally if that's a new pair of earrings, like whatever you need to do for yourself, please go do it. Look good, feel good. That is my motto. And I think personally, that's one of the hardest things that I am working on in quarantine is that going to the office every day give me reason to wake up, put on a super amazing outfit, flex on all these hoes on my walk, and get the oh me, I'm a showstopper. Like it's 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 tough when that gets taken out because that's part of well, maybe it's not tough for everyone else, but it's tough for me because that was part of um kind of who I am. I not not mostly my identity, but getting dressed, putting on your fit, you know, stomping to work as I was laughing with. Costin and Mikey the other day because it's crazy to me. It was it's been pouring down rain for the last few days here, which we're just like, what is this Seattle? What's happening, Denver? Anyway, um, we were joking that even in the weather, like I would put on a heeled boot and stomp my way down 16th Street Mall until I got into the office and like unravel my 18 coats and then have like a really chic dress on. Like I don't know who I was. I don't know how I'm gonna get back there, but hats off to me. <laughs> just kidding. 
Um, but I'm with Billy on this, right? Whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good, look good, we need to bring that back, especially now that hot girl, vax girl summer is starting. Um, you know, get a pedicure, get those toes flexing, shave your legs, find some shorts that fit. Like, let's get out there. Okay, segueing into our last story for pop culture today is a very humbling um, and very hum- humanly um, Instagram post that Will Smith posted yesterday. It's a picture of him standing in the pair of shorts with a jacket unzipped, and he goes, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. Um, he has a beer belly. He looks like most of us in quarantine, especially this past year, right? It's nothing like everyone's commenting like, oh my God, like, Will, thank you for being so open and honest. It's like, this is what we need more of, you know? We need more of people being like, here I am in all my glory, no makeup. I haven't gone to the gym in her for many weeks. Yes, I may or may not have had Shake Shack and Chick-fil-A this week. And check me out. I'm still alive. I'm still here and I'm loving my body. Love this for Will. I feel like we don't really get like that many male um, body image and body conscious kind of conversations going. So I thought this was absolutely amazing that he um, is out there and it's so relatable. He's standing there like most of us, right? So love that for Will Smith and just want to say thank you for putting that out there. Okay, a little Bravo batch and Kardashian news, of course, before we get into, that's what we're getting into. Um, Okay, so the Bravo all-star housewives is now wrapped so if you hate the housewives i'm sorry but this is where it's probably going to get started in on all honesty this is probably where the comments are going to pick up because it's going to start airing hopefully sometime soon anyway um there was a tiktok that has gone viral if you are a housewives fan i know you've seen it um it is all of the all-stars right melissa kyle ramona kenya Cynthia, Cynthia, cynthia luann and ramona um, and they are on the beach and basically it's a TikTok of like them being in a snake line and then Melissa's in the front and she like does a move and they all kind of like do that, like where you kind of like spider out. Everyone goes to the left, one goes to the right. And they all just kind of like do that and fan out. Um, Kyle Richards, of course, is like, has her legs up. M- M- Ramona is of course, like so psychotically like out of it, like moving her hands, like what the fuck kind of motion is that? But this, uh, TikTok went viral and I've been trying to figure out, you know, how the house, how this whole thing went down, blah, 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 whatever. Everyone's home. They're back. Kyle Richards posted a pic that was like a great trip. I made it home in one piece, but like shout out to my Beverly Hills girls because she was the only one from Beverly Hills there. Um, they're all commenting on each other's pics, like photo credit, like love you, miss you, like great trip. So interested to see if we're actually going to get any drama of the Housewife All-Stars or if it's just going to be like a lot of like photo credit type of bullshit. You know what I mean? But filming has wrapped, um, and we are weeks away from our um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere that is going to be on um, May 19th. Happy birthday, Emma, but happy birthday to me, really, because I've been waiting this for this premiere forever. Those of you who have been paying attention, yes, we're going to see the demise and downfall of Erica, Jane, Erica, Girardi, um, and Tom in this whole scandal of theirs. This is like the original scandal of the season, rather than Jen Shaw. Um, which I will get into the gen shawl of it all in just a second, but it's going to be um, a really epic season. We're seeing that um, Sutton and Dorit are all of a sudden going to be going at Erica Jane, obviously, for all of these charges, the divorce, her relationship with Tom, yada, yada, yada. Um, Part two of Summer House is this week, Summer House reunion. Last week's reunion was 
I don't even know what to say. It was insane, but it wasn't at the same time because if you're watching, you know that Hannah is the worst and everyone else is in the right and the whole reunion part one was Hannah being defensive. Anyway, part two is going to be this week and then our hands are clean of that. Um, Okay, so I was listening to a podcast this morning, comments by celebs. If you haven't checked them out, please go do it. They're fabulous. Anyway, um, they had a gal on that was talking about Jen Shaw and they were like, here's the deal about um, Jen Shaw and the Southern District of New York's law, right? The Southern District of New York like has their shit planned. They know, like Jen Shaw knew she was going to get arrested, right? Everyone else that was in this whole case, they've already been arrested. And that was like a year ago. Jen knew she it was going to happen to her at some point. So the theory is she thought, why not get famous beforehand? That's why she's filming. That's why she's like throwing all these pics up on Instagram and like getting her nails and hair done. She's like, you know what, if I'm going to go to jail, like I might as well go to jail famous and like maybe be able to build a name for myself afterwards. Just a theory, but I kind of like it. Okay. Some um, bachelor news because it's just like bachelor everywhere. I feel like, um, of course we found out that Colton, um, Underwood came out as gay a few weeks ago and he's potentially on his Netflix docs, even though that there is a huge petition going around, but Cassie Randolph, his ex girlfriend, um, who is the winner of the show F1 as Reddit calls her. Um, she has a new boyfriend and his name's Brighton and he is a singer. Um, cute song. If you watch any of her YouTubes, it's like the opening song there. She just put up a YouTube of them going to Mexico. It's cute. There's like a little bit of interaction with them. Happy for Cassie. Um, also this weekend, there was a huge reunion. Um, I mean, a lot of the, the Nats girls live in New York anyway. Abigail, Chelsea, Serena, Kit, etc. right? They're all in there. Um, but Abigail posted a picture of Mike Johnson and herself um, on Saturday. And let me tell you, it's breaking the internet. If you're in the bachelor, bachelor circle at all, you've already seen this picture. It's them very cute and close. Um, as a lot of my friends and I are agreeing, that's girls are really fucking thirsty. Like, girls, we get that you're on the show, but like every weekend you have to be like pimping around with like other ex-bachelor people. I don't know. Like, are any of them going to paradise? Is paradise going to happen? I don't know. Um, but it feels like they're bragging that they're hanging out with everyone every weekend. And yes, Rachel is in New York. And yes, Matt is in New York. And yes, the trolls found a picture of her purse, Rachel's purse on Matt's table. So yes, we think they're still together. Yes, I'm one of those trolls digging around for things. Anyway, um, the Nashville Bachelorette girls also had a photo shoot this past week. Um, Victoria F was the one that posted it and it was like, shoot day and it was like a really random crew of like victoria f tia booth kelsey w victoria p um there's a few other girls and i'm completely blanking on their names but they're all the bachelor girls and i'm thinking like is this a shoot for paradise like are they all going or like is someone creating like a really hideous workout line i don't know one of the two right also, Katie's season is set for June, um, and, like, they have the, obviously, we discussed how fugly her outfit choices are and whatnot, and the trailer was horrible, but um, her slogan is, what's the buzz about, aka because she brought a vibrator to her night one with Matt. I'm telling you, Matt's girls are thirsty, with the exception of Brie and Michelle. All right, let's wrap this up with a little Kardashian news. Um, yes, the biggest story is that Tristan is cheating on Chloe again. Um, two girls have come out saying that he has cheated on them. Um, apparently, Chloe DM'd one of the girls and was like, hey, girl, it's Chloe. I'd love to keep this confidential. The girl, of course, screenshotted that and went to the Shade Room's Instagram. If you love shady shit, go check out the Shade Room on Instagram. It will change your entire life. Um, everything's swirling around. No one's confirming. 
literally it, it hit page six, it hit the shade room, it's hit a few outlets, but like no E! News, no Us Weekly. Um, and myself being a Kardashian FBI agent knows that if other places aren't picking it up, it's probably true. Um, and they're trying to get through it, but like shame on Chloe. I mean, shame on Tristan, obviously, but but Chloe, like I get that you need to keep him around or you want to keep him around because you want him to be a baby daddy, but like time after time, right? They call him third trimester Tristan because that's when he cheated on her last time. And like, it looks like this week's episode or maybe next week's episode, I don't forget when it's going to air, um, it's going to talk about the more of the surrogacy process. So I think that'll come out in recent in more recent news and I'm wondering if that's why Chloe's sticking around is because they actually do have a surrogacy baby on the way and that's why this is kind of kept under wraps I don't see Chris like squashing anything anyway Tristan's cheating on Chloe for the what feels like 900th time um also there was a push wellness bullshit week which I don't even know I can't believe that that's even like a line item on my list right now um, yes, that's Courtney's like wellness situation that she does. Anyway, there was a video that went around of, um, Courtney and Kendall playing truth or dare. Yes. They're of course pimping out the 818 tequila. Um, they're playing truth or dare and Courtney pulls a card for Kendall to dare. Kendall gets dared to call Chris and tell her she's pregnant. Um, hilarious because like Chris is so calm, cool and collected. And she's like, okay, honey, I'm just, I'll just be on my way. Like, I'm just going to come over now, which is like epic. Like mom, is that what you're going to say when I call you? Anyway, um, and then coincidentally enough, Kendall pulls another dare card and the card says um, she's dared to tell the family that she got engaged and she doesn't even flinch. Kendall literally is like, oh my God, that's actually kind of believable. And obviously the rest of us stopped, dropping and rolled. Like, what? Is it believable? Are you that serious with Devin Booker? Anyway, she takes one from production. Um, she takes the ring on the finger. She sends a picture to the family group chat and then Kylie calls her first and then Chloe and then they're all like what the hell and they're like just kidding it's the truth or dare but I thought that was interesting that Kendall's like wow that's actually believable I'm like okay so you and you and D-Book are like legit love that love them together I'm really gonna stand by anyone that Kendall dates but I'm really 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 into her and Devin Booker okay lastly um this past weekend, Travis Scott, well, it was his birthday on Saturday, um, but on Sunday night, he performed, quote unquote, he was DJing at Live Miami. Um, yes, that is one of Dave Grootman's um, clubs, circling back to Dave Grootman, the king of nightlife in Miami. Anyway, she, Kylie, got on a private plane, her Kylie Air, with her assistant, um, McGuire, and they flew to Live Miami for one night. And there were videos and pictures spotting of um, Tr Tristan. Travis and Kylie being pretty um, handsy. They're all over each other. Like, we can't tell if it's a kiss on the lips, a kiss on the cheek, but she posted videos of like having her foot like scratch him, bother him, and he like pretends to chop it up. I don't know. It was the most like physical action we've seen between the two of them in a really long time. Um, that's why I'm bringing it to everyone's attention because maybe they're back together, maybe they're not, maybe they're screwing with us, but it was some PDA that we hadn't seen in a long time. So that is what I got. Um, in other news, I, Ham and I watched Soul this weekend, which was a fabulous um, Pixar movie. Yes, they did win an Oscar um, a few weekends ago, but my suggestion to you is if you indulge in marijuana, do yourself a favor and light up and please watch this. Um, it was really, really phenomenal of a movie, completely over kids' heads. I don't even know why Pixar would market that as a kid's movie in all honesty. It was a very much an adult get high and lose your mind kind of movie. Anyway, go watch Soul. Um, Ham has 
roped me into watching the show Succession, um, which I keep describing to my friends as a real people show. Molly Rouser knows this. I was like, no, no, it's like not a me show. It's like a real people show. Um, it's pretty good, pretty dark. We're on second season and I heard season three is coming soon. So we're watching that. Um, Temptation Island finale was last week and we're done with that. Summer House is wrapping up. Um, things that we're in one of those kind of lull seasons or I'm in a lull season of my TV shows. So if you've got anything that you're watching and that I should be or listening to or whatever that looks like, please go ahead and send it my way. And, uh, lastly, shout out to Tessa Snyder for being my, um, right-hand girl. Love you. Appreciate you. Would not have gotten through this entire week without you. So, um, thank you for tuning in and I will see you guys later this week, fully vaxxed, um, for another episode of CD Spills the Tea.